Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here, hoping you're having a good Sunday, and I hope you're all doing well, also. I am. I just had a quiet night. I had to take Gage to his Yu-Gi-Oh! tournament earlier today, and I got some artwork done, believe it or not, more or less. Just got to turn out a few more and I think I'm done. But anyway, I hope, I know you were, I, we were doing well. <laughs> I was going to ask you, I was going to say the same thing twice. Great. Yeah, I was thinking about things that happen in real life that happen in, that you never touch on in games. And I'm not talking about, what I'm talking about is things like love and marriage in the game it doesn't come up in my games for some reason well first of all the we've never had characters actually being in love or getting married or and it's funny because you play D&D there's nothing saying that you have to start out at first level in any kind of any kind of class and be single i would it'd be interesting to see if somebody actually made a character that had a wife and maybe a son or a daughter or something like that, and they decided to go off adventuring. It could be even maybe that they're pushed into it by circumstances. And they're going off to not just... Because we think of we think of adventuring as a young person's game in the game, a young person's thing, because it's all, because it's all linked up with, usually linked up with a first level character being a young squirt of either gender who either rejects what their family's doing or they most of the time you've seen this in like you know you see this in like fairy tales and things like that where the son is not the firstborn and if it's a rather a rather affluent family if he's like third or fourth down you know if they had a whole bunch of kids and he's like third or fourth so they will encourage him to go out and make his fortune. And that's that's part of that. To me, that's the base of what adventuring is. It's, it's to make your fortune. Because like wizards send out apprentices after a certain, a certain period. They get old enough. They've done their indentured servitude. And now you have to go out and make your fortune and basically get, get a worldly education. Get, see how the way, the way of the world is and what you can do to make your make your way in the world it's almost like a te- you know a test when they come of age things like that so you don't think about characters falling in love characters marrying and having kids already when they start and i've never had that dynamic in my game i know there's some people who've had it a lot of times doing the personal stuff in mer- in uh, role playing games like you know finding someone and having a, a, whatever a, the romantic time and stuff usually that doesn't go over very well in a lot of groups but some groups have managed to role play that i think some of the games that are not class level based probably handle it better like fate or dungeon world or something like that but i never i never see that dynamic it's like in the Avengers Age of Ultron, where you come to find out Hawkeye 
has a wife and kids that he keeps away from all this. Now, in the original Marvel Comics, he was single, but it's interesting that he has a family dynamic, and the, he's, it's like he ha- his job is being a superhero or a spy or shield when he was a shield agent. Uh, and then he has his family who is protected by this. So that kind of dynamic might be pretty interesting in a role-playing role-playing situation. And I'm talking mostly fan. I mean, things like supers, you know, that's par for the course. You've got dependent NPCs and all that that could be in danger. I mean, Lord knows Hawkeye's family was in danger, so he manages to put them in a cabinet, put them in the cabin in the country or something like that. But it's, I don't see much of that in this, in this kind of, this kind of situation, this kind of atmosphere. You notice I didn't get into the things like sex and things like that and affairs and one night stands up. I'm I'm, I'm talking that. I'm talking about somebody actually having or starting a family in the course of the role-playing campaign. I think that would be kind of neat. I would like to see that. And another thing is genders in role-playing games. And I'm not talking about players. I'm talking about characters here. My feeling... See, I have never... I myself have never played a female character. But I've known people who have, and I've also known women who have played male characters. I had no problem with this, because usually the people who play the opposite sex in a game do it rather well. My Monday game right now, we added my friend John to it, and he's playing the class of Witch in Astonishing Swordsman, and he plays it rather well. We we don't even, I mean, he's not really trying to, you know how guys try and imitate women outrageously? But being an actor, I can appreciate somebody who actually takes the time to actually role play or deal with this, the, being the opposite gender or something. Uh, I I really respect, I like and respect players who take up a role-playing challenge like this, or any role-playing challenge. I myself like to take up role-playing challenges because I feel like it's it makes the game richer. And he plays this witch that she's something of a, originally I thought she was something of a gold digger, but... She has no problem going along with the group and contributing, but she tends to want to wrap people around her finger in certain ways. When she started, she just got their seventh level now, and she just got a, a set of Bracers of Defense AC6. Before that, she was AC10 because she had no armor because she was a, a magic person. They don't wear armor, but what she would do is come up with love potions and filters and charms to try and get the biggest, baddest guy in the party to be her meat shield. So she didn't have to have it. So she didn't have to have a high AC. And I thought that was, okay, well, all right, you want to do it that way? Go ahead. Me, I don't care whether I'm male or female. I would have like bracers and charms and other things like that that would lower my armor class magically 
But that's just me. That's me being paranoid. And it worked out quite well until her meat shield died and was resurrected, which means the love potion wore off. So, so pretty much she was walking around for a few sessions, AC-10, and being very careful. And so this last session, she got braces of defense AC-6, so she feels a little better about herself. But he plays her rather, you know, she plays her intelligently, he plays her competently. I'm not saying that women aren't, but I mean, he's not stereotyping What I'm is what I'm saying. He's not stereotyping the woman. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's something people would. I'm not saying that uh, something like getting charming someone, wrapping him around your finger to get you to, to him to protect you. See, I don't see. I see that as genderless. I think a man, certain men, would try and do that too. So you know, but that's what she did, and she'd been very, very effective in the party. She doesn't. It's it's not like she's a, she's a what do they used to call it? They used to call it something really like wrong and racist. Is she is not a credit to her gender. She just she's just a witch. She's just a girl. That's it. You know, we just treat her as one of the party. We don't we don't really worry about it. I, I that's the way it is with me. Like I said, I've never played a female character. Never wanted to play a female character. But I guess I could. I'm an actor. I can do a lot of stuff. I can, you know, I'm, I'm constantly pushing myself out. In an, as an actor, as a person, I don't like to be pushed out of my comfort zone, I've come to realize. But as an actor, I love being pushed out of my comfort zone. Because that's where the real acting starts. That's where the real acting it gets richer. Anything like that, they push you out of your comfort zone, try something different. It just makes it richer. And if you push out of your comfort zone and you don't, and it doesn't feel right to you or it doesn't, you'll go back to what you were doing. You know, no harm, no foul. But if somebody's going to play, if they're male and they're playing female or they're female or being male, and if it pushes you out, pushes you out of the box, all the better. All the better. So... Uh, that's kind of things I was that's been going on in my mind right now. Uh, the thing about the playing a different gender and thing about the family, family. It'd be interesting to have a character with a family background like that. But anyway, I'm just talking. I'm just talking off the top of my head, and I think I'm going to go start my day. So, well, if you guys want to talk about this or argue a point about it or anything, uh, drop me an email at oldmangrognar@gmail.com. And if you want to drop a, drop me a voicemail, you can go over to Anchor and drop me a voicemail. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I thank you. Thank you again, Jonathan and Oliver, for supporting my program. I really appreciate it. Anything I've said today is just, this is off the top of my head. And, you know, take, take, it, take it in the spirit it is given, which is just constructive. So, until I see you guys next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.